Hey yo, welcome to another episode of the most authentic and nuanced holistic health and fitness podcast hosted by your favorite crunchy strength and conditioning coach. I'm Kelsey Moore and today's company is Haley Shockley, a mom of two, fellow military spouse and Christian and the creator behind Scripted Desire, her online shop that helps you celebrate life's little occasions through digital downloads, paper goods, and handcrafted seasonal decor. And she's my best friend. So welcome to the show, Haley Shockley. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Thanks so much. Um, when I first started the podcast, because you was pretty early, yeah. pretty early on. Yeah, so exciting. I'm um, a little yeah. nervous. And we see each other pretty much every day on Marco Polo. But I feel like anytime I FaceTime you or see you and have the instant feedback, I'm like, oh my gosh, I feel like I'm in person with you. <laughs> I know. It feels like we're real friends, not just Marco Polo friends. Right. Yeah crazy. But we're also, you know, communicating on typically three platforms at a time. We text each other, mm-hmm. we Marco Polo each other, and we Instagram direct message each other. Yeah. <laughs> and now we're podcasting together. So I'm sure we'll Four. get feedback from, from one way yeah. or another on one of those, yep. one of those platforms yep. later today. Awesome. I love it. Uh, well, thank you so much for being on the podcast. You have so many incredible qualities and we are alike in so many ways, but we're also not alike in so many ways. And we balance each other yeah. out and in like such fun ways. And um, that's what I want to talk about today. But I told you I was going to have some rapid fire questions for you at the beginning, just to like, you know, get in the groove a little bit. But apparently there's like this Gen Z thing going around called the report, R-E-P-O-R-T. And it's Mm -hmm. like to get to know each other. And I know you very well, but these things can be kind of fun. So R stands for what are you reading right now? Oh, I'm listening to on Audible the rooster bar it's a very old john grisham book but it's good have you read it is it it fiction yeah no i've literally never heard of this book i hadn't either it was in my mom's download so i listened to it on our drive um and now i've just been listening to it sporadically oh okay wait is this a story you told me about that you were going to listen to and i told you that my husband listens to like talking animals like children's books is this what you were mentioning earlier (laughs) No, that was literally, I was talking to you about a children's book, which is, he brought up your husband's children's book. Um, No, this is, I'm pretty sure it's old, but it's about, um, it's about students going through law school and they live in DC. So it's kind of fun because the places they talk about, we live in Virginia. So the places they talk about, uh, we're familiar with. So I kind of like hearing the different streets they're on and the places they go, but yeah. That's what I'm reading. That's awesome. Okay, next one, eating. What are you eating, like, lately? What have you been obsessing, like, eating over? Mm. Roasted peppers. I feel like we've been putting them. We had them last night for dinner. We put them in our breakfast burritos the other day. I feel like they just elevate so many meals. Roasted red peppers. Roasted. Wait, not like the jar. Um, Roasted in the oven. You know, like when you bake them on oh, a sheet like pan. like you, yeah, like bell peppers? Baked, yeah, baked, baked bell peppers, yeah. Oh, Not like the amazing. jar. Yeah, mm, oh, okay, love them. okay. Yeah. I didn't know if you, like, sauteed them on your Blackstone. That too, but since it's cold, we've been baking them. Oh, that's a good point. Okay, mm-hmm. next one, P, playing. What are you, like, playing around with? Are you doing anything for fun right now? Mm. 
Um, we have been into football in the front yard um, with Baker, so my four-year-old. He loves to put on his little helmet, and then we tackle him, and he tackles us. So that oh kind gosh. of playing or a hobby? Yeah, uh, either. Do you have any new hobbies? Hobby? I feel like I would know about them. No, no new. Still sourdough is probably my mm. favorite hobby. Are you baking a lot right now? Mm, I usually bake two loaves at a time once a week and keep one in the freezer. And then we have one right then and there. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I uh, made a big batch of sourdough pizza dough last week. And that was actually super nice because I was able to give Ooh. that away gifts to people. And I think anybody would gladly take some homemade pizza dough. Did you yeah, freeze it? it? The dough? Yeah, I, I froze it and then I gave it to them and it was, it was so easy, but so I was going to ask you, have you made sourdough pizza on your Blackstone? Have you tried that? No, we Can still haven't. It? We need to. I think so. I think you have to get something to go over it for the steam and to like get the oh, cheese melted. Point. We should that's try it this summer. Um, yeah, it's flipping freezing right now. Um, okay. Yeah. Oh, obsessing over any products, any clothing hmm. items. I still love newly the clothing rental subscription. If you need a code, let me know. Uh, oh my gosh. I still love it. <laughs> so, and I I'm literally, pausing it. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. I'm pausing relax, it right so. now because I understand it is not a necessary item <laughs> to have. So I try and pause it whenever I don't have anything coming up, but I feel like it has prevented me from buying so many clothes because instead of getting an item for a random event, I'm renting it. It's so fun. Speaking of buying items for a random event, I Marcoed you, Marco Poloed you probably 20 minutes ago, which you clearly yeah. haven't seen yet about how I have a wedding to go to next week. And I threw the like Amazon cart, like filling up with items for my outfit for the wedding in my head. I was like, mm -hmm. I should channel just Haley Shockley and go on newly. And I didn't do it. And I think I'm going to regret it when I get these like three Amazon dresses in the mail and they're not going to fit. And mm -hmm. I'm going to be, you know, poop out of luck, but Hopefully I'll learn from this experience and maybe I'll finally hop on Newly. You won't because I've tried to sell you on it so many times. <laughs> so I'm if not I even going to say anything. If I didn't wear workout clothes every day, if I didn't wear workout clothes every day, I would do it. I just, I just, I don't know. I get it. I'm so stuck on that. I know. Okay. Obsessing over Newly. Next, recommending are, what's something you recommend right now? Hmm. Great question. You tell me what I've been <laughs> recommending other than newly recommending. Well, you uh, have been recommending newly a lot. Let me, let me something else. <laughs> well, I hate that it didn't work for you, but you recommended me that face peel that I oh, love. Yeah. I'm going to try it again. I think it's something the ordinary like acid peel. It was so affordable and I love it. And you recommended yeah. it to me. Um, it's like, it's a, a reddish color liquid mm -hmm. and you just put it on and let it sit. It's kind of, I think supposed to replicate a chemical peel, right? I think so. I think it's amazing. Yeah. I haven't done like a it, face scrub in forever because it's pretty yeah. abrasive. 
yeah, it is. Um, yeah, that's a good one. I'm going to try it again. Yeah. See if it works out. I'm sorry that it didn't work mm-hmm. for you the first time. I'm glad it works for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Tea, treating yourself to, what are you doing? Little treats nowadays. Hmm. I just love an afternoon cup of coffee, but honestly, I'm trying not to drink coffee in the afternoon. So I've been into tea in the afternoon. So I say, I would say any warm drink I just look forward to. And I think that's a lovely little treat. And do you put it in your seasonal decor mug that I know you love? Absolutely. Here we have a holographic pink to go with all the Valentine mugs. Yep. You know what I tell people about you? Like when people, like when I see my friends and family in real life and they ask me like how my friends are doing and all these things, they Mm -hmm. always ask like, how's Haley doing? Like, do you talk to her a lot? And I'm like, of course I talk to her a lot. They're like, wow, she just like embraces the like seasonal decor. I'm like, it's, let me pause. It's not even seasonal decor. It's monthly decor. I say like in January, you have like winter, February, Valentine's, March, you have St. Patrick's Day, April, like April Fool's, like everything from the shapes of your waffles to the transition of your mugs to like the, the digital downloads you sell on your website. It's like everything. And it's not, here's the thing. I always say like, this is why we balance each other out because I'm, I'm not good at decor, but like everything that you do is so well put together and it's it's mm-hmm. not like this overwhelming tacky decor it's like legitimately mind-blowing the things that you put together mm-hmm. monthly it's not seasonal it's not quarterly it's for sure monthly do you agree or disagree with that I do I don't have January mugs I I'm already onto the pink mugs mm, okay. um, and I'd say in April I'm like really leaning into the spring vibes but for the most part, yeah, it's monthly. <laughs> it's for sure monthly. But that is 100% your gift. And we're going to get into this today. And this is, again, why we balance each other out. Because one of your greatest gifts is hospitality. Outside of, mm, you can hear my dog barking. Sorry. <laughs> and I can't go get her. Get so you're going to hear her bark. Sorry. Um, one of your greatest gifts is hospitality. And... I am continually blown to, blown away at the intentionality you put in welcoming people into your home, making your house a home, and especially as a military spouse, your ability to just take um, an immediate step forward when you're in a new house. Like you understand this bigger idea that when your house is cozy and it represents you and it's done well, then it makes it it affords a peaceful space. For your family. And I want to get into that today because as a friend, I've also told you that my, um, my news resolution is to go to bed every night with no dishes in my sink. And you're like, mm-hmm. that's amazing, Kelsey, but also seriously, Kelsey, you don't already do that in the best way possible. But I think that again, that's just like, I am trying to better myself in areas that you are incredible at. So can you talk a little mm-hmm. bit about your background and like, are you actually intentional with your hospitality or does it just come so natural that you don't even think about it? Like, can you dive into that a little Mm -hmm. bit? Yeah. I think part of it is just nature, you know, um, Mm -hmm. and feeling love and 
and giving love in certain ways that's natural to people. I think that's also just what I grew up with. My parents always wanted our house to be the one that kids came to. Um, And part of that as we got older is because they wanted to have eyes on, you know, as teenagers, they wanted to have eyes on who we were hanging out with, like what people were talking about. Um, If we were in their home, then they knew we weren't out doing something bad Mm -hmm. because we were in the home. And I think as a result, a lot of people felt comfortable with my parents um, and loved spending time at our house. And so I think that was just kind of natural. I want people to feel comfortable in my house so that my kids always feel comfortable at home. And I think it looks different for other people, like what makes you feel comfortable. Um, But I think, you know, just making sure people feel at peace when they're at your house and offering them things. And, you know, even if it's food, everyone loves food. And so I think that's always a source of comfort for people. Um, So yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, you excel in those areas. Anytime I have come over to your house or visited, I mean, you are, you're, you're just 10 steps forward. You know, it's not only like you, it's not like I come over to your house and you're like, oh, would you like a cup of coffee or something? It's like, you already have the coffee made. I think like, that's kind Mm -hmm. of like the analogy that I use. Like, it's not like I come over and you're like, do you want dinner? It's like, Kelsey, I've already made dinner. Please sit. If that makes sense. You know, like you're already ready to welcome people. It's not like you're, because, because when I have people over, I feel personally five steps behind because I'm like, oh, I I should have thought of that. Like, I didn't even think of it, (laughs) but you're just like on it. You're always on it. And, um, I could give you so many examples, but one example, especially when you like bring up your parents being so intentional. I remember your dad was visiting you and I, we were still living in Kansas, like both Mm -hmm. of us living in Kansas. And I had locked my keys in my car and it was like, 10 degrees outside or something cold it was the coldest day of the year and I locked my keys in my car going into the grocery store and scout my dog was in the car she's fine because she's hairy but I called you and I was like I'm stuck and I don't know what to do my husband is not here and you and your dad spent like an hour outside with me trying to get my doors open um to get my car so I could go home and I just was like you know your dad could have easily just done it because I asked him to do it. But I think it's the nature of like his um, attitude. And like, it was just so loving. He's like, Kels, don't even worry about it. Like, and then, you know, we went back to your house and again, you already had the coffee made. Your dad was sitting down with me at the table talking to me about football and church and like big topics that like, you don't expect your best friend's dad to like step forward and have those conversations. And that's Mm -hmm. probably one of the only times I've met him in person, but the intentionality that your parents bring is definitely something I feel as your friend, you are also intentional with your husband and your kids and with your friends. So um, I just wanted to. Intentional is such a good word um, that I'm probably always going to try and be intentional in whatever area that is. It's a good word. Yeah. 
Yeah, you're, you're, that's a word I would for sure describe you as. Um, I think recently you and I have talked about like this concept of generational living because I think that people like Jefferson Bethke and Alex Clark and a couple other bigger podcasting people and also in the Christian space are talking about, you know, it's not just about the nuclear family, about being so insular with your family. Like we should look outward and glean information from parents and have the grandparents be so intentional with the grandkids, like have it move both ways. And as military Mm -hmm. spouses, that can pose some difficulties just because you're not going to live close to your parents. But can you speak to how you're intentional in that aspect, specifically with like that multi-generational idea? Yeah. And we even talked about this over Christmas when we were with both of our families because we do recognize that we've made the choice to be in the military and like have this lifestyle that's taking us 15 hours away from family. And that's not ideal, but I also respect and honor my husband's desire to like serve in that way. And so it's not worth questioning. It's not happening. So I've moved on from that. We're always going to live far from family. Um, So I think you know, in, we moved in May. So in that time, I've been back to Missouri like five times already, which some of that was for um, unexpected reasons. And then other things were just to celebrate, you know, like 4th of July and Christmas and weddings. Um, And so that is an expense monetarily and of our energy and like for me flying with both kids by myself. But I think for us, we recognize, okay, we've made this choice to take us away. So now we're willing to spend the money and spend the time and the energy because we still want to feel that closeness with family and we want to be there to celebrate big things. Um, And so we've just decided like, okay, that's what we're going to, spend our money on is flights home, or we're going to spend 15 hours in the car and drive. Um, just because that is so important to us to be there. And on the flip side, one of my sisters lives in Colorado, 12 hours from my parents. One lives, um, an hour and a half from my parents. And then we live 15 hours from my parents. And still my mom has nine grandkids and has been to every single one of their birthdays. Even mine, five, 15 hours away, the girls that are 12 hours away. And so I think we put in effort, but to have parents who are also willing to put in the effort is huge. And it makes me more willing to put in that effort, you know, when it's not just a give, give, like I'm receiving that mm-hmm. intentional time too, from my parents and my mom. Yeah. Oh, I, I see that, you know, as your friend, Um, I even remember too, again, when we were like living in Kansas, I think the first time I realized that about your family was, uh, when my husband was moving away because he had already PCS for the military, but my job like hadn't transitioned yet. So I was going to stay back Mm -hmm. and I was looking for an apartment and you and your husband were like, just live in our basement. Like it's fine. And then when we got, (laughs) which was like amazing, obviously as, as a friend to offer that, but I remember the conversation was like, you're like, well, my mom's coming. Like basically your mom was coming like every month. And your mm-hmm. basement was your, your kind of guest suite that you had. And mm-hmm. I was like, 
you're like, well, my mom's coming every month. So we'd have to figure that out. And that was the first time where I was like, oh my gosh, like you live at that point, I don't know, five, six hour drive away from your parents. But um, it wasn't about me. I was just more of like, oh my gosh, your mom literally comes so often. That mm-hmm. is amazing. Not only do you have a space to have her stay in your house, but like, yeah. I just was blown away that, um, like she was just so readily available, I would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's funny, even now, my husband, whenever we move places, we're like, oh, we have to have a guest bedroom for all the family who's going to come. <laughs> like that is another thing that we're always mindful of. We want people to come. We want family to come. So we're always going to have a room you know, that feels comfortable and ready for any guest. Yeah. And we felt that way when we came to visit you uh, in Virginia, like a couple months ago, you know, we stayed again and you're like your guest suite down in the basement. And it was, you know, perfectly decorated with a basket of snacks and, and uh, my husband like looked Always at the snacks and was like, snacks. she's prepared. And I was like, see, I told you she's amazing. <laughs> Always the um, snacks, man. That's always the snacks. See, tangible mm-hmm. ways to increase your hospitality. I want you to hit on um, your mom's shop and the yeah. decor side, the um, creativity side of you. Uh, obviously, you do a lot of digital stuff, but you also hand mm-hmm. make sweatshirts and banners. And I mean, you're just incredible, the things that you put together for your shop. So can you talk about how, like, what did you learn from your mom growing up? Because I know your mom has a shop where she hosts events and yeah. Um, cultivates that. So hit on that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She has a little, well, she started when my sister and I were getting married three months apart. Sorry, mom and dad, three months apart. They had weddings. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, wow. and, yeah. April to July, April. Yeah. Three months. Uh, wow. so when my older sister got married, they were, um, the search for a wedding venue just took a long time. Like they're expensive and it's hard to find places that look good, feel good, all that. So before me and my sister got married, they purchased this old warehouse that they turned into a wedding venue. Um, And like she did an amazing job with that, both her and my dad. Um, And then people started to ask if they could have smaller events there like birthday parties and stuff. So she saw this need for a space um, to have smaller events. And so she created her little studio and she decorates for the parties. She can do food for the parties. And I think that's more of her wheelhouse, like rather than big weddings, having these small groups and smaller events. Um, And she just loves to decorate and design and create fun things. And she's always working with her hands. So we, my husband and I were talking about, um, she was working on something and I wasn't there with her, but we were both picturing her like sitting on the couch. Like we could both visualize what she looked like because she's like always working on something on the couch with her glasses on. So cute. Um, and so again, I think like, I've just always seen her working with her hands and my dad willing to help when needed. And So some of those things are just like, oh, that's normal to just create things instead of buying it. Um, And it's just fun. I feel like you have such a sense of pride whenever you can say that you created something with your own two hands instead of buying it. And I sent you that that video the other day of sourdough. Like, why spend $2 on a 
a loaf of sourdough and I can spend $15 on flour and 24 hours making it. And it's so true. Like sometimes it's like, this doesn't even make logical Mm -hmm. sense, but as long as it's bringing you joy, I think that's the important part. So I think just always being around like big and little celebrations, it just felt normal to me. And honestly, I think sometimes I have felt insecure about that. Like it can feel, is this necessary? Like birthday parties for my kids. That's not necessary. Is this like just me doing something I like? Um, Or I think other people can think it's kind of silly and dumb. But recently my husband and I were talking about like what we see in the other one that reflects Christ and Jesus's love. And so he said, for me, like celebrating the little things and adding beauty to our daily life. And I was kind of like, oh, that feels kind of vain, you know, like that's not necessary. Is that really pointing anyone to Jesus or is that just like fun and unnecessary? But I was looking through my, I was cleaning out the kids' books and found this one from when I was younger that my mom had given me and I like instantly remembered this page in the book that said, God could have left the earth flat and gray, but he splashed the sky with orange. And like, why do flowers smell good? And why did he make this, the squirrel's tail funny? Like that kind of thing. Why did he give food its taste? And basically the idea is um, he just likes to see the joy on our face. Like when we see a sunrise and when we're in nature, you know, that is such an unnecessary gift from God. But I think most people would say that that does bring them joy. And so I think, you know, I had my mom pulling in like the celebrations and stuff. And then my dad loves nature. Like when we were little, we would go up on the roof and look at the stars and um, always looking at the sunrise and the sunset and him pulling that into, you know, that it's a gift from God to have all of this beauty around us. And so I think after looking at that book, I was like, oh, that is like, that is how our creator loves us. So it is okay that I enjoy loving on people that way too. It's not like some vain, I think you have to be mindful of it. Sometimes it can be more self-seeking, but it is a way to love people. And so I think I just enjoy that side of it. Um, Just making people feel loved and welcomed in that way. Yeah, no, I totally agree. And I mean, that's part of why I wanted you on the podcast. And I remember when I asked you to be on the podcast, you were like, is this part of your niche? And I was like, (laughs) you know, it's, it's, it, it is though, because I'm always talking about stewarding your body through strength training and like ancestral living, you know, steward mm-hmm. our land, have these convictions and understanding like those convictions come from God. Like he told us to cultivate things. He told us mm-hmm. to do everything in our best ability so that we can display God's um, crazy design and the way that he put together the world and the beauty in it. And I, see that in you in how you cultivate your home because on this I'm getting emotional oh let me take a sip I'm so sorry 
Sometimes we just bring this out of each other. I know. Maybe you should talk. I'm not sure where you were going. <laughs> Appreciate <the clears throat> sincerity. Um, <clears throat> I think but, too. Oh, go ahead. Keep talking. <clears throat> no, go ahead. Well, nope, I'm not ready. Keep going. <laughs> so excited to hear what you have to say. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, I think you're right that so many things, so many natural desires do just come from how we were created and pointing us back to the creator um, and loving your body, loving your home, loving your family, all of that. Yeah, totally agree. And um, I just think that God gives us, wow, Kelsey, Irene. <laughs> well, I think God gives us, obviously, this is a tender part of my heart. And I see this is why we're yeah. friends, you know? And it's yeah. because, like, I admire that so much in you and you don't take that lightly. Whereas I think in a lot of mom cultures nowadays, like, cultivating your home can feel very vain, but you do it in such, like, a sincere way where you're like, no, we do as as women and you as a mom, like you feel, um, you feel so passionate about creating that, um, fun space for your kids. And you feel very deeply about not only bringing like Jesus to your kids, but you all, you always want to celebrate the small, the small, um, times in their lives, because it is a gift from God to have another birthday. It is mm -hmm. a gift from God to be able to celebrate you know, these small things in life. And anyways, I see that in you. Maybe yeah. we should transition because obviously this is, this is a lot. I don't know. Um, okay. So we can, we've obviously talked a lot about like how we're different in several ways, you know, like things I'm working on, mm -hmm. but the reason why we're friends, let's talk about the things we have in common. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So I originally met you because I wanted to tell a story because I think it's a funny story. And it speaks to like who you and your husband are. But um, I actually worked with your husband first. And um, mm -hmm. whenever a new mm -hmm. officer like comes in to like the unit I was working at, um, I always think like, oh, can I be friends with him and his wife? Like I'm always like <laughs> finding the new officers because we're like, oh, we're like similar age demographic. And like, do they have kids? Yeah. Do they not have kids? You know, you're always trying to find people you want to hang out with. And I remember your husband mm -hmm. walking in and he was like new in my workout group. And I was like, hey, you know, what's your name? Where are you from? Um, are you married? Do you have kids? And he was like, yeah, I am. You know, I'm married. And at the time you guys just had one kid. And, and I was like, oh, okay. Like, you know, and a typical military question is, you know, did you find a place to live? Like, where are you living? You know, yeah. and he was like, yeah, like we're living in um, like the Manhattan area, blah, blah. And I was like, okay. And he said he was married. And I was like, so like, have you guys settled in? He's like, well, like we're doing a lot of projects around the house. And I was like, oh, do you guys do a lot of projects? And he was like, well, my wife, you know, my wife and I do a lot of projects. And then he was like, yeah, we've been making a lot of Home Depot runs. And I was like, yeah, what oh, yeah. are you guys building? <laughs> and then he started telling me about these projects that you had. And I hadn't met you yet. I was just talking with this new person at work. And I was like, yeah, these people sound really fun. And then, and then like a couple weeks later, I think he, through you, invited me to, I think, a hosting party that you guys had. I think we were watching football or mm -hmm. something. And then I ended up meeting a lot of other spouses there. And, Classic. and then of course, when I walked into your house, I realized, oh, he was like being modest about the things that his wife does. 
And then we just hit it off from there. So obviously that's just like a unique story of how we met, but um, we obviously connect on sports. And I think that's something that Mm -hmm. we talk about a lot. I think Mm -hmm. I want to have friendships where I can bring the sporty side of myself out. And Mm -hmm. it's like game recognized game in that area. And I feel that in you because you're a diehard sports fan. Oh my gosh, I forgot. We played a lot of tennis together. Gosh, that was the best. Well, also, so Kelsey's husband had moved um, to his new job while my husband was deployed. And so we were like single sisters together. I had, I just had Remy too. Um, So I was kind of still in like the haze and fog of two kids. Um, But man, that summer we would go play tennis and then we would go to the pool and then sometimes we would eat dinner together. It was just the dream. It was literally the dream. I feel like that's when, yeah, we got really close is because Mm -hmm. we were literally almost every day going to the pool together. But I will say, so I don't know if we've talked about this, but my husband was like, Oh yeah, we have this new trainer at work, this new coach. Uh, she is our age. Um, and I think she's kind of like, she would be open to hanging out with more people. Um, that sounded weird. Open to hanging out. She would be like friends. Yeah. I think we well, could hang that's out. that's the her. vibe I gave off. I was like, you want to be friends? <laughs> so, um, so he was like, I don't know, like not, st- maybe don't invite her to, sorry, pick up Baker. For- <laughs> don't invite her to Baker's birthday party. But I think like she would love to be invited to things. So I like creepily add you on Facebook. Hey, my husband, do you want to come hang out? Uh, So I will say, I appreciate, I think a lot of husbands could like be with me and be like, okay, I'm just along for the ride. Like, I don't really care about this, but he has learned to recognize it feels really good to make people feel really good and it mm-hmm. feels really good to extend the invite to someone and let them say no rather than wishing you would have invited them and mm-hmm. like not made them feel left out and i think when we were first in the military and we moved to texas and we didn't know anyone I think we both kind of experienced like what the military can feel like, what, what any adult finding friendships can feel like it can feel very lonely. So I think mm-hmm. we've both recognized like anything we have felt, we don't want other people to feel. So we're just going to be, I feel like I invited you things to, to, like a few different times. And I was like, ah, she's probably getting so annoyed with me. But I'm like, I would rather be annoyed than her be sitting and like, oh, I wish I could hang out with them. And we just aren't saying anything to you. Yeah, no, I, I definitely felt that on the other end. And again, while we have so much in common, also, like you, you had kids at the, you know, you still have kids and we don't have kids, but I never felt like that was a weird barrier between our time hanging out, you know, like I remember, you know, I remember taking care of Baker outside my house in Kansas and we played with the hose outside and we just sprayed each other for hours. And then, you know, like you had me over on my anniversary when my husband was gone and you and, you know, your husband made me dinner on my anniversary when I didn't even, 
I wasn't even with my spouse. So well, it, it, in that it's kind of thing, like I, because I felt, and it doesn't have to be like, oh, I was so sad to not be with my husband, but I've been in that spot where I'm not with my husband on our anniversary or on this day or on this day. And not that it's super sad, but you are just aware like, oh man, we're not together. Mm -hmm. And so if I can recognize I've been in that place and I felt that way, let me make sure someone else doesn't feel that way. I think that's the kind of intentional friendship mm -hmm. I want is just like, mm -hmm. I want to make sure other people don't feel any sort of like sadness or, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, that no, I, I, I agree. Um, I was just talking to my husband the other day, like about friendship in general. And he was like, what do you expect of your friends? Like, think about that. Like everyone's different. Like my husband, when he thinks of his friends, like he just wants to hang out with people and like have it be mm -hmm. light and fun. And like maybe he's into like playing, like he wants to go play lacrosse. He wants to go ride yeah. a bike. Like he wants to go do things. So we were talking about our expectations for friends. And I said, you know, my expectations for friends is I want them to bring their hobbies to the table. I want them to be passionate about what they're doing and, you know, vice versa. I want them selfish, not selfishly. I think it's generally expected no. for them to yeah. ask questions about the things that I'm passionate about as well, which mm -hmm. I see in our friendship. Like you bring your passionate hobbies to the table, which let's talk about scripted desire next. Cause I want to do that. Um, but also bringing like, I want a friend to come alongside me when I'm at my worst and speak truth to me about what Jesus says about the situation. And I mm -hmm. see that in you. And I mean, we, we have done that for each other on both ends, you know, and I, I mm -hmm. hope that we continue to do that. Um, but I think that just speaks to having a friendship that's rooted in having, um, both being Christians and both having a really strong faith and being able to talk about that. Um, mm -hmm. I think that's, that's a really cool part about our friendship. And I feel like my friendship needs are met by you because, you call out like maybe the lies that I'm thinking or the lies that I'm believing, or you um, come alongside me in my hobbies. And I hope obviously that I come alongside you in your hobbies. So you definitely do. Okay. You so definitely do. you're very good at that. Let's talk about script desire. So when did you start that? What is it? Mm, um, and then talk about, when... sorry, go ahead. I, what talk about what what were you gonna say well I want to talk about script desire but also talk about like how you found your sense of independence while also being a military spouse like you are running this business on the on the back end you know and you are running it out of your house so talk about mm -hmm. how you started it and what like your ultimate goals are with it I I was trying to think of the year I have no idea what year I started it but we had moved and I was having a hard time finding a job um and people would ask me to do like random design things. So I thought, oh, I'll just try and make money from this. And then it led to, so it started more just designing things for people. And then it kind of led to Etsy shop and now a website because Etsy, not so good anymore. <laughs> so um, I know. Uh, so it's kind of led to different things in I think the biggest passion is, like you said, helping people celebrate little occasions. It doesn't have to be this grand gesture. Um, 
or expensive. It's just little things that kind of add a fun, festive touch to holidays and the everyday. And I think, okay, this happened with Christmas. All of these influencers, I love to see what they're doing, but it would be, let me show you this teacher gift. Here's a $40 Stanley and then fill it with a $20 gift card. And then this and this. And I'm, I'm like, I don't feel inspired. I feel poor because I'm not, teachers deserve that. But I literally cannot buy four different teachers, a Stanley cup filled with other things too. And so I think like the thing I want people to see is that adding beauty and festive touches to your home does not have to be expensive. Like giving a gift to someone does not have to be expensive. Intentional. I think whenever you're intentional with things, that is what makes people feel, I mean, everyone's going to love a Stanley, but I think um, like even little things where it's thoughtful and you've put in a little effort into Mm -hmm. it, that means so much to people too. Um, And the same goes for your home. It doesn't have to be these huge, expensive, like 100 or $1,000 piece of furniture. Go to the thrift store and paint that baby. And it looks like a million bucks, but you didn't spend it. Um, And so I think that's what, just with the website and my page, I would hope that people, I mean, if I was better at posting on my Instagram, maybe, but I'm not, um, I would hope that people see, okay, you don't have to be spending all this money to add beauty to things. It can be little changes here and there. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I really resonate that with that, what you said, you know, it's not like when you're seeing those influencers post like the gifts that they're giving the, their kids, teachers, like what they're giving to like, maybe their coworker, like someone who, Mm -hmm. you know, it'd be thought, thoughtful if you gave them a gift, but maybe you're not going to spend a million dollars, but the gift that they're giving like their coworker is easily over a hundred dollars. Like you're seeing that on social media, what you said, you're like, I'm not really feeling inspired. All I'm seeing is I'm poor. And if I don't (laughs) give a gift like that, then the person's not going to receive it well. But the reality is, is, you know, you are, you're so good at giving away small things, like being intentional. I remember we went out for my birthday and like, you gave me like this little bag and it had nail polish and chapstick and a card. And I was like blown away. Like we were new friends, new friends. And I was like, she is so intentional. And so I know it's, it was nail polish and chapstick, but like the, the way it made me felt like just made me realize, no, she went another step to make Mm -hmm. me feel loved in this moment. And Earlier this week, I tried to do that myself. I was like, you know, I'm going to make some bread ahead of time because my coworkers were talking about how much they like loved jalapeno cheddar bread. And I was like, I can bang that out like a sourdough loaf. So I did. Mm -hmm. And they were blown away. And and I think that just kind of speaks to what you're saying. Like, it doesn't have to be expensive. Um, It's just getting creative with doing smaller stuff that, you know, somebody would appreciate. Yeah. Yeah. And so I've kind of balancing being a stay at home mom with two toddlers and not wanting to, I never want scripted desire to be prioritized over them. And so just kind of figuring out what does that look like? Okay. When they have their quiet time during the day and then after they go to bed, 
I'll try and knock some things out. And sometimes I'll do stuff during the day just because I think it's good for them to have to, you know, they can witness mm-hmm. me working on something. Um, and there's a dog pooping right outside. Um, uh, they can see me working on something and, um, just like entertaining themselves. So it's not like all the time I'm Mm -hmm. only doing it during those hours, but that's kind of where the downloads came in. It was like, okay, this is something I can use as a creative outlet because it is a creative outlet for me that I enjoy. Um, and kind of helping people add fun little things to their home. Um, And it's requiring less time of me because I'm not packaging and shifting it or shipping it. But now I'm kind of starting now that I feel like I kind of have more control over the day and like the vision for things. I'm kind of getting back into the shipping part of it and making sweatshirts and stuff. Um, so it's fun. I feel like it's always changing. And honestly, I had prayed about it a lot. Like, is this something I need to continue putting my energy in or should I just be putting it in the kids? And I will always try and be mindful of that. Like, is this something I should be doing or not? Do I need to take a pause? Um, And I haven't felt like I needed to take a pause yet. And I told you the other day, I had this idea during church. I was like, oh, I should try this. Um, So I think, you know, we'll see. I'm always open to like what, um, what I should be doing. But again, I think if there's something that I'm wanting to add to my home, there's a chance that there's someone out there who would want the same. So I'm not really trying to appeal to every little person. I'm just like, okay, this would make me happy. So hopefully there's someone out there who will feel the same. For sure. And I think you do that really well. Do you have like, do you have an ultimate goal with scripted desire? Like, do you want to like, are you tired of doing the physical products or are you ha- I mean, I mean, you kind of just hit on it, but do you have an idea of like where you want to go with it? No, I think we've talked about like when the military's done, I would love to have an actual shop where I can have a place that I've curated with maybe some of my stuff, maybe things that other people have created too. Um, I don't know. I think we both, my husband and I are passionate about human sex trafficking. And I think if there would be a way to, you know, have victims like come in and help with creating things or stocking a store I think that would be amazing. That's a big like pipe dream. Um, But I always want to keep that in mind because we both had kind of that passion come to us at separate times and then together like, oh, yeah, Mm -hmm. I I care about this too. So I do think that was put on our heart for a reason. Um, But I think, and my husband talks about it, like when we're like, oh, what do you want to do when you get out? And he's like, I don't know. I'm just going to be following you and what you're doing. So I think it'll be fun to, it would be awesome to have a little shop and like he could come, you know, help me with that, with whatever um, I need from him and make it like a family thing would be really cool. But for now, while we're moving, I'm content to just let it be online. Let it be, you know, right now, 
it's up and running. I'm open to like taking a pause from it, whatever. We'll see what happens, but it's fun. It's a good creative outlet. And um, I just like working with my hands and it's a good way to like have something other than just being home, you know, a sense Mm -hmm. of independence and stuff. Mm -hmm. And yeah. And I think that's why like I appreciate our friendship so much is because you bring your hobby to the table and I feel like I can kind of get behind the curtain a little bit. And while we're Marco Poloing, like you're showing me how you're like making the sweatshirts or like how you're making the banners. Like I love seeing that. And when you were talking about your mom, like creating stuff with her little glasses on, like sitting on the couch, like that's kind of the vision that I have of you. Like when we're Marco Poloing, it's like you're in the basement, like a little gremlin just working away in the wee hours. Like who knows what I'm doing next. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or some Halloween costume and your hands are dipped in paint and you're just, yeah. you're just doing so many things. And I think it's incredible. And Kelsey and I did a little shower for one of our good friends. And so I was showing her like, and we're going to do this and we're going to do this. And I'm so excited. And Kelsey was like, great. Okay. Let me know what money. You need. <laughs> no, this is, it was, it was so funny. I remember on Marco Polo, you were you're like, Kelsey. I'm so glad that you want to be a part of doing the shower for our friend, but I, I'm okay doing it all. I'm okay doing it all. Like, I don't want to boss you and I don't want to bulldoze, but if you don't want to help, that's fine. <laughs> and it was a perfect balance. Cause I was like, you know, when I think about it, I, I'm not good at this. Don't. So I just told you, I was like, I'll Venmo you some money have at it go find your go find your moss that you need for the centerpiece and I remember you marked me outside of a target and you were like I found the bush with berries that's exactly what I need for my centerpiece and I was like what are you doing driving around Virginia with your clippers trying to find stuff for your centerpiece you know it yeah I'm not about to buy a $30 sprig when I can find it in nature baby exactly (laughs) you're just incredible you're You're amazing and No, I want to say though, because we do have a very good give and take friendship because, you know, workouts and, um, helping me with my recovery and stuff like that. You are, and you're a wealth of knowledge. And so just in Marco, I'm like, oh, this is happening. And you're like, well, well, so I do, we do balance each other. It's, you know, you're Mm -hmm. making, you're talking me up a lot and. Well, you're the guest. I'm not as good as you're making me, uh, you're, I'm not as cool as you're making me sound, but I appreciate it. But I do love our give and take friendship and like our differences are so different, but I like how they come together. And then we have our similarities too. That makes it so fun. It is so fun. And I love that I can like play tennis with you and go to the pool and we can talk about makeup, but then also talk about making homemade laundry detergent and oh yeah. And we send yeah, and reels. We need to have a Marco about the Michigan coach thing because I want you and my husband to talk about it because I was asking him about it too. And he has strong feelings that I think are different than yours. So I'm like, wait, I we need to discuss this. We I know. need to talk. Well, you know, I you know. were the first person I went to where I was like, okay. Travis Kelsey is dating Taylor Swift. You know who would have a hot opinion about this? Haley Shockley. So I immediately Marco do it. And I was like, what's your opinion? Tell me about it. 
And um, we got to talk about it. And I was like, I can't do that with any of my other friends because my other friends are probably just Taylor Swift fans. And they're going to be like, she's, well, she's perfect and wonderful. And this is so great and wonderful. And Haley Shock mm-hmm. is going to give it to me straight because she knows Travis Kelsey. She knows football. She knows the Kansas City Chiefs. And mm-hmm. she knows pop culture. She can give it to me all. And you did. And it was fun. And that's why, again, this is why we connect on many levels. Yeah, girl. I love it. Hey, girl. Okay, well, I wasn't anticipating crying on this freaking thing, but obviously you can tell I that love it. I I care deeply about bettering myself for, again, for better or for worse. That can definitely breed discontentment in my own life. But in one area that you challenge me as a friend is that intentionality in your warmth with other people and in, within your home and not making it just feel vain. Um, and you're always going to be my go-to girl for my web, you made my website, you make me banners, you do all these amazing creative things. And, um, and well, now you've can... flown like a little, a little bird and you create all your graphics alone and makes my heart so proud. Okay. Well, I'm glad it makes you proud. Cause sometimes I'm like, well, I wonder if Haley Shockley is disappointed in how I design this. Never. Not because of judgment, Never. not because of you, but I'm like, you're so good at what you do that I'm like, no, I'm so proud. Like a real designer? What the heck are they thinking? No, and you honor the color scheme and no. All right, cohesive look. Yeah. Well, we're working on it. Mm-hmm. We're working on it. But thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm, it was so fun. It's just like a normal combo with my bestie. A normal combo, even the crying, because sometimes we cry in Marco Polo, and then That's your son Baker goes. That's one percent true. What? Kelsey crying. Is Miss Kelsey crying? Is this Kelsey talking when I listen to your podcast? Is this Kelsey? I can't see her face. No, nah, it's just a podcast. Oh, he's so cute. Oh, I love Baker. <laughs> oh my gosh. So well, cute. today was obviously like a, you know, surface level, but intro on who you are. But we can have little bestie chats every once in a while, and that would be really fun too. Yeah, that would be fun. I love it. We'll do it. Perfect. All right. Well, have a wonderful rest of your day. I'm sure. Well, you have five Marco Polo videos waiting in your inbox for me from this morning. So I'll get to it. Okay. Just so you know, I will get to it. I, I showed promise. you my husband's uh, Christmas gift that I gave him. <gasps> that I don't think oh, I ever I'm showed so you. Excited. No, but the neon sign. Yeah. 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 Oh, I can't wait to see it. Yay. Yeah. I showed it to okay. you on Marco. So, you know, then <sighs> check your Instagram direct messages too. And your text messages. What? Text, Insta, and Marco Polo. Who knows what else? All right. Yeah. Well, have a wonderful rest of your day. I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Bye.